You're listening to a DM podcast. G'day, pod lovers, podcasters, podlings, and welcome to Behind the Podcast, the podcast that opens the studio doors and takes a peek behind the microphone to tell you, the listener, the producer, the creator, the aficionado, what's happening in the podverse. I'm Jules, and with me, as always, is Stocks. Hello. On this week's episode, Acast gets deep in your content, Apple gets sweeter for discovery, Patreon and Spotify go toe-to-toe on video, and audience gains on gains. Alrighty, Stock, so big one for this week, actually, is Acast launching uh, keyword targeting. This is quite a large development in the, in the realm of targeting within podcasting. Advertisements, yeah. Advertising. This is a huge step forward. Yeah. I mean, Acast with another move, I guess. They're making some moves in the marketplace, which is very interesting. Well, what is keyword targeting? So, imagine the host of a beauty podcast was recording an episode about, say, face mask nightmares. You and I love a face mask. Do indeed. Uh, talk about good ones, bad ones. Maybe I had one and I had an allergic reaction. Anyway, mm-hmm. by using an advanced speech-to-text transcription technology combined with AI and natural language processing, you can now identify keywords and phrases spoken within that episode. So, basically, it'll go through and it'll rip, rip the transcript yep. and identify keywords. So, this effectively enables an advertiser for, say, a new organic face mask to reach out to new audiences by targeting the contextually relevant conversations within the show that may be from a completely unrelated category. Now, does this mean that, let's say, we talk about halfway through the podcast, we're talking about the face masks and we've got a mid-roll ad slot. Would it even then target go maybe the mid-roll ad slot? Is the perfect place for it. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is really smart tech. And this is, I guess, the importance of this is this is bringing podcasting more in line with other types of digital advertising like going through social media, which is super targeted, mm-hmm. or going through website cookies. Yeah, and, and you know the, the advertising has been pretty broad strokes um, for podcasting. You know, aside from from host reads, which can be hyper specific to that audience and that and that show, but you know the ones that you hear generally on on Spotify and and whatever else, they're kind of just wedged in there, and there might be a sort of you know broad broader demographic kind of range associated with it. But otherwise, they are pretty much like evergreen, always on kind of advertising that you hear a lot of there. Um, there's nothing really kind of promotional necessarily with them terribly much um, other than just, you know, keeping your front of mind and that sort of top of the funnel kind of area. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, just to clarify quickly, they say it's a world podcast first with YouTube being a the largest podcast platform always being left out. It's probably just worth caveating that YouTube unlocked a similar feature. And when they did, marketing agencies who previously wouldn't touch YouTube started spending up big in the space. Yeah. So this is this is the way it's going. Yeah, I mean, it's this is really kind of interesting for a few points. I think like one, if you're an aggregator of, of podcasts, if you're just tapping into this RSS feed and you're pulling in all of the, the podcasts, you know, maybe you can create this kind of network effect and, and, you know, the ability to kind of sell ads around specific topics or something like that. You can you can really focus in on certain types of shows or whatever that you feel like might be able to just, you know, have a bit of an audience, give you a bit of reach with these sorts of things and say like, you know, they cover off broadly some of these topics generally. So packaged together, maybe there's some advertising, uh, you know, group spending opportunities there. Definitely. I mean, look, at the moment, all you can do on a podcast really for a non-host reads, so programmatic advertising on a podcast, so those ones that you hear that sound like a radio ad, yeah. pre-produced, not in the host's voice, advertising targeting options are limited to 
geographic, so your location, demographic, age, and gender, but not always. Not always the gender side, but um, Spotify does have that data. Mm -hmm. And then category. So if you're Lorna Jane, you target sports. And if you're Lenovo, you target IT decision makers. Mm -hmm. There you go. Mm -hmm. So that's really all there's been in terms of the amount of accuracy you got. You kind of have to look at a podcast and go, well, they talk about pop culture. They've got girls 18 to 34, predominantly in Australia. Great. Let's send our face mask there. Yep. Yeah. Face mask ad there. So, yeah. Sort of related, in mid next year or so, they're going to stop allowing cookies on sites in Australia as well. So, this is kind of huge. And, and you know, the broader digital community is working out what that means, how they, t- how they kind of adapt the way that they do display ads and all sorts of advertising across websites, you know, with, without that ability to use cookies. So, it's going to have ripple effects and having something like this in a different advertising stream which suddenly you know will become very very appealing to to marketers out there in advertising businesses and, and brands for sure this is fantastic for podcasting so if you look at what's happened with apple with ios with the fact that now we've known for about last nine months is it last 12 months mm-hmm. basically when you get an app and you use it for the first time on your phone it asks do you want the app to track you or yeah. not well, obviously everyone picks no yeah well high 85% plus pick no that's taken on that's reduced the effect of app tracking app marketing and things like Facebook's you know social media apps yeah. have really struggled with that now you're talking about cookies going that's going to take down website advertising mm-hmm. accuracy mm-hmm. it's just fantastic for podcasting coming at the right moment absolutely it's interesting uh, when you look at sort of subscription services or you know podcasting essentially like if you're talking about the monetization of it you've got subscription side you've got the advertising side right so and, and you're seeing you know a lot of people like we'll talk about patreon in a bit but those sorts of services where you can subscribe to particular content creators and they can get you know revenue that way as opposed to you know something broader like you know Acast, and you get a share of, of advertising dollars coming through so it'll be interesting to see how those two kind of streams play out and and you know if there's any crossover as well between those kind of two things yeah look our head of podcasting cam muller was absolutely to quote him frothing over this <laughs> frothing over this just to quote him he said look the, he, he believes this text is going to become commonplace yeah but where he believes companies like spotify and soon tiktok will have the upper hand on companies like acast developing tech for the non-host red advertising space is if they experimented in developing premium features for advertisers such as non-skippable you're already seeing with spotify when you do get their native ad or their ads in the podcast it comes up as a separate thing it comes up as a 30 second block mm-hmm. so you can't you can only basically fast forward to the end of that ad. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, so it is actually sitting as a separate bit of text. So non-skippable does feel like something that's inevitable there. Yeah. Um, at least non-skippable ads for the first five seconds or 15 to 30 seconds for non-skippable ads. Yeah, and if, you, mm. if you're putting in non-skippable, then there's also opportunities to charge people to not have to listen to ads at all. That's right. right. And then he said, they'll be obnoxious, the ads, but ultimately the brand will pay more for these and the podcast as a result will benefit from higher CPMs. The industry is so new Cam can't see this coming for a while, though, as these platforms pr- prioritize on-app retention yeah. in the short term. Yep. As we talked about a few weeks back as well, TikTok is getting into this kind of, you know, the music space and probably ultimately podcasting as well. I think like these sorts of things as well where you have, you know, TikTok is all about passive discovery. I would say. So you've got the algorithm, you just keep on streaming through, it just serves you up the next thing, you keep on watching, you keep on watching, you don't need to make any decisions about what to do next. So in that sort of an environment as well, if they're able to keep your attention, you don't need to get out and think about what to, to look for next. All of that time that you spend going through you know, your podcast app, trying to decide what the next show is you want to listen to, 
if they're going to tell me what the next show is that I need to listen to, but all I have to do is sit through, you know, a couple of ads, fine. I'm going to be pulling out the phone and fucking around anyway. I might as well just hear about some product and then get on with it. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. While you're waiting for your next audio thing to load. That's right. Scroll through another app. That's it. All right. Well, there's also Apple is quietly making some moves. So Apple is quietly tagging episodes by topic. Yeah. Well, look, I use Why an is Apple computer. I don't know, but I use an Apple computer and there's nothing quiet about the tapping at all. So I would say whoever's uh, tagging all of these things will be making quite a bit of noise. Oh, is this a keyboard sledge? That was a terrible dad joke on keyboards. Anyway, look, it's, it's kind of somewhat related to the ACAST thing. They're using machine-generated transcriptions, uh, applying natural language processing techniques like topic modeling. So they're going to generate lists of relevant topics on an episode-by-episode basis. They've done things like this in the New York Times, um, trying to improve the recommendation en- engines. But then, yeah, putting this across the podcast makes a lot of sense. They've got all the natural language processing and speech technologies that they have for all of their accessibility needs, etc. But, you know, if you're looking at what, what ACAST is doing, this will give them the ability to, to do something similar. If you're sort of logging the things that are being said, you understand ACAST is going to be sort of every word. This is more, you know, transcriptions and around topics so it's slightly different but very much the same different pathway to the same goal exactly but i think they're sort of pushing it more as a a discovery you know tool at the moment so if you can explore episodes on a particular topic so you could say great i want to know everything to use your example before about face masks i can go cool show me face masks it'll pull together all the shows that deal with face masks in the past you know x amount of time um and you can just kind of look through so that's really cool yeah so we're all used to hearing our favorite people talk about these sorts of things maybe i want to hear about someone different talking about face masks you know it just gives you that ability to kind of find other things on a topic that you're interested in and maybe make some you know new friends with some new voices yep i want to hear the hot takes on elon musk taking over twitter boom search by that let's off we go that's right a very uncovered topic at the moment totally there'd be nothing on that (laughs) it is interesting with this whole sort of ai revolution i mean we've been hearing about it and how all these companies are investing in ai Mm -hmm. but it's now starting to come through in some of these apps and things that we're actually starting to see oh that's what this actually means in real life we are just pissing around a little bit with an app called Descript, which just actually just raised 50 million dollars um, Descript.com. It's like an all-in-one video audio uh, editing thing, but you're editing by ter- transcripts. You're editing the words. So we're playing around with that right now, but that's using a ton of AI. Yeah. So look, we'll report back on that in a couple of weeks because um, we're only in the early days of doing it. And when they did announce today that they raised fifty million dollars, yeah, um, as sort of I think it's C round funding that they also were releasing a whole new bunch of features. So just as we're starting to learn about it, they released a whole new edition. So look, we'll we'll report back on this because I think this is going to be a massive story as well. Yeah, and the AI space, I mean, like, you know, these things revolve around having huge data sets and and programs and whatever to to run through this. But, you know, podcasting, we all know how many podcasts there are out there and they're all spoken. They're all, you know, ways that certain tools can run through this content, you know, for free and pick apart the things and, and sort of improve these speech recognition systems and all of this sort of stuff. And once they do that, you know, as we're seeing here, hyper-targeted content becomes a lot more realistic. All right, we've bored your socks off with advertising. Now let's talk about video. A couple of video stories here. So Patreon has added its long-awaited native video feature. Um, this was reported um, 
by TechCrunch's Amanda Silberling. Now, long-awaited. Well, the reason it's long-awaited is because they've been talking about this for over a year. Not because everyone's <laughs> going, when's Patreon doing video? But more, hey, we've got video coming. We've got video coming. Yeah, we've got video coming. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Mm. It's called Patreon Video. Big workshop for that. Maybe had to go through some brand archetypes to come up with that name. But yeah, look, it is what it is. It's what it says on the box. So basically, Patreon creators no longer have to rely on third-party sites like YouTube or Vimeo to share video content. And by video content, Patreon's one of the OGs of really podcasting. And what they do is they allow you to have subscription content, subscription-only content. Mm -hmm. So it used to be a bit of a complex dance between someone being able to go onto Patreon, get access to something, and then it's going to a YouTube link, basically. So this will be far, far, far more elegant. and You can stay on platform the whole time. Absolutely. And there was also, I mean, there was also the risk where creators would share exclusive video content with their paid subscribers, but they'd have to do it through the unlisted Vimeo or YouTube links, which can be easily leaked and reach an unintended audience. So this gets rid of the leakage and Patreon claims it'll give creators more control over the content while also creating a more seamless user experience for fans. That seems to all stack up to me. Yeah, totally. And if you've spent a lot of money you know, developing platforms or anyone out there has, you know how annoying it can be if you're using these third-party services that you're beholden to them. And if they make changes suddenly, it can throw your whole platform off. So bringing that video thing in-house is a really smart move from their point of view yeah. um, and will certainly just mean that they are able to kind of you know set their own destiny rather than have to adapt to what other people are doing. Yeah, and I mean, it's supposed to have some cool functionality, things like you can throw it to your TV. It's a really cool, a really cool mobile interface on mobile viewing, very high quality video as well. So that sounds good. I was on my phone, I can throw it to my TV, I can throw it to different devices around the house. Fantastic. Patreon video is free right now for eligible pro and premium plan creators. So those in good standing are not making adult content, basically. They get free, cost-free early access with 500 hours of video via the feature, but at some point they're going to get charged. Mm -hmm. And we don't know what that charge is going to be, but they're going to introduce a price system that takes into account the cost of hosting and streaming. Fair enough. Yeah, and look on this, Patreon is not a huge surprise, but Patreon is struggling as this type of service has just been integrated into services like Apple subscription and Spotify subscription via Anchor FM. Just two months ago, the company laid off 80 employees, which is about 17% of its staff. But let's also just keep that in context of Amazon laying off staff, Facebook laying off staff. Every much. tech company out there laying off staff. I mean, Yeah, there's, um, those who've been through it before, this is somewhat of a tech wreck coming. Yep. But yeah, I mean, they have been under siege. Moving on, Spotify has released its video podcasting publishing tools to um, include creators worldwide. Yeah, so look, Patreon out there releasing video, Spotify right out there on its heels as well, releasing video as well. Spotify admittedly has had the video in beta and, and working with a couple of specific shows and, and test shows throughout the, the markets that they operate in. Um, but this is just rolled out for general use now. So big player for them. Um, yeah, look, are we going to be doing video at any stage? Absolutely. This studio is now set up for it. These cameras will follow us around. So I might get a facelift and we'll do it. Well, we were talking about face masks before. We're on the right track already. Yeah, face mask podcast. Yes. (laughs) Sounds good to me. A little bit of data continuing on with the Edison Research reporting. Uh, Basically... It's, they've come out and said Q3 of 2022, podcasts now reach 18% of people in the US aged 13 years or older. So it's a 20% increase in the past year and over three times the reach of 2014. 
I wasn't too excited by this, but then actually looked at the year on year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it just seemed it why I wasn't excited. This just seemed like yeah, duh. Yeah, podcasts are growing. Yes, yeah. but it it is steady year on year growth. There's been a couple tiny fluctuations, like the beginning and end of quarantine restrictions, but. Basically, I mean, this is really positive stuff. 100%. I mean, this is incredible. And I think like sometimes, you know, if you're in the industry or if you're quite interested in these things, you know, you assume that everyone consumes podcasts at the rate that you do, which is insane because, you know, you would consume it quite a bit. It's your job. But this shows that, you know, it's obviously increasing in popularity. That means, as we've discussed before, more and more uh, attention will be coming towards it from advertisers. You know, the content's going to get better. What happens with that content's going to get better. We talked about a show last week that has Julianne Moore and Oscar Isaac on it. You know, this is, uh, I'm really interested in that. Prestige podcasting. This could become a thing. Now, you start to, you know, put out there some interesting IP that can be adapted or changed. Like, it's just opening avenues into other areas and you know even within podcasting itself we all live super busy lives we're all sitting there on the couch you know watching tv or looking at the phone or doing both at once or going on walks or doing this i think podcasting is the thing that sort of cuts through all of that and you can do other things while you're listening to a podcast you can carry on your life you can you know i was looking after the little baby this morning I'm a little bit ashamed to say that I didn't. I was listening to a podcast while I was doing that, um, but we were down in the park having a good time kicking the ball. So you know what? I think it was a good result for all of us. Net positive. <laughs> Absolutely. And then with the as we've talked about before, the definition of a podcast is expanding, yeah. and these video podcasts as well. If they work as audio only, then they and they also work as video. It's great. That's taking out just lazy TV stuff. Totally. So I think it just keep going, keep growing. Let's go. Cool. Alrighty, should we cover off a couple of new podcasts we've seen that have sparked the interest? Yes, please. Um, I've got a couple. The first one I'd like to go with is nurse.com has launches the nurse.com podcast for the nursing community. Now, I'm not a nurse, but I just think this is a great idea. It's a new weekly series designed to further nurse.com's mission, which is helping nurses thrive through the exploration of their peers' personal stories, industry trends, professional advice designed to serve as a support and validation that will help them take control of their careers. I've had my uh, fair share runs with nurses, mm. not for myself, but for members of my family uh, over the last 10, 15 years. And for me, the most valuable people in the community. I mean, yes, haha, yes, no one knew that, but look, yeah. it's something that means a lot to me. And I think a resource like this sounds fantastic. I mean, Absolutely. the trauma that nurses had to deal with, it would be so good to be able to, to tap into all these resources. And I know nurses who listen to 12. Uh, 12 hours of, say, Chat 10 looks three to get through a shift. So having something like this seems to be a perfect way to sort of get through a night shift or whatever it is you happen to be doing or just, hey, just here's my community. And, yeah, feel heard, you know. You're hearing the stories of others who are going through stuff. I mean, you can imagine some of these people getting home someday and trying to explain to family, friends what they've had to do in that day and it would just be like, I couldn't I couldn't even begin to tell you what I've had to witness or what I've had to sort of help people through. So having a bit of a community where you can hear those kind of like-minded stories is must be just quite a relief. Yeah, it seems like a pretty easy format. It's basically a new theme and a guest from a nursing community each episode and the host is Cara Lunsford and she is vice president of community at nurse.com so she'll host a discussion the idea is to leave nurses feeling empowered and equipped with new knowledge and resources nice yeah well we go from science to what pseudoscience what would you say here? how dare you (laughs) (laughs) astrology coach stocks this is from arn so australian radio network Mm -hmm. Uh, it's hosted by astrologer natasha weber 
So every Monday and Friday, she jumps astrology coach basically tells listeners what's happening in the astrological weather and how it will impact their lives. So yes, how dare you call this a pseudoscience? <laughs> this is absolutely brilliant. No, the interesting thing about this is how they're using dynamic insertion technology. So basically a listener, when you download the podcast, uses dynamic insertion technology to pick one of 78 tarot card readings available for you right and it'll randomly pick it out and if you download it again you'll get a different reading so basically in that way it's randomized and it's innovative using the technology and it mimics the way a tarot card is drawn from a deck so if you don't believe in tarot cards and you just believe in science which is probability and an algorithm then this (laughs) is doing what astrology does so yeah uh this seems like a crock of shit to me but hey, look. But uh, good to see you know, people out there experimenting with the technology that's available. That's it. This is fantastic. Very interesting use of technology. Well, I can make a tenuous link here, I suppose. Social sciences. There's a new podcast out from The Daily Show with Trevor Noah contributor, Jordan Klepper. Oh, your boy. And also a doppelganger for you. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Another one in the same sort of light as Conan. Just a tall, slightly ginger, uh, you know, yeah. pasty white man. Funny guy. Thank you, Stocks. Uh, people might know him from his kind of Vox Pox uh, shorts that appear on the Trevor Noah show. That's his jam, right? He's like an elite Vox Popper. That's right. And he goes out to basically, you know, he's been living on the Trump circuit for the past couple of years, past uh, one term, um, just interviewing all of the Trump diehards. And look, yeah, just, head, just head south. Uh, that's just head it. south and rip. It's pretty easy pickings in a lot of these situations, I think, just to make some pretty compelling content. But he's incredibly smart. He's incredibly quick. Um, it and helps to be incredibly white yeah to pull this off <laughs> <laughs> that's right i think if one some, of us yeah one of maybe us. it's a little bit disarming for people when they first see this guy rock up but yeah, yeah. i don't see ronnie cheng being able to get away with this no <laughs> It's a limited series. It's called Jordan Klepper Fingers the Conspiracy. <laughs> he, it's not going to be a ton of episodes. He's going to do a bit of a deep dive into a singular topic, right, and bring his own sort of unique style. And no doubt he'll be speaking to a lot of these conspiracy theorists, QAnon people, anyone who thinks that the elections were rigged, all of that sort of stuff and beyond. Um, and you know what? If this if this works well, which I'm guessing it probably will, it you know he might just take on the next topic and do another limited series there. So. Yeah, it's not going to be a, a long-running thing by any stretch, but certainly, you know, on, on a topic-by-topic topic basis, maybe he's like the equivalent of a Louis Theroux. That's got exactly where I was going to go with this. Yeah. It feels like it's got Louis Theroux potential in audio land and could actually be flipped into becoming something that has video. So, yeah, recommend getting on that one. And it's out now? Out now. Fantastic. <laughs> My dad wrote a porno stocks. Giddy? Well, or Roscoe? Not that or- I know of, but there is a podcast out there that everyone has probably heard of who's in podcasting land. It has been an absolute gangbuster of a show. This is an OG, absolutely. British podcast, seven years, 440 million downloads, two sellout tours, an HBO special. I mean, fuck, this is what you want to do when you start a podcast. Uh, but it's all coming to an end in December. So it's a great premise, but it always did feel like it had a ceiling to it. So, look, the premise is, as they put it, uh, imagine your dad wrote a dirty book. Most people would try and ignore it, but not Jamie Morton. Instead, he decided to read it to the world in this groundbreaking comedy podcast with the help of his best mates, James Cooper and Alice Levine. So what happens is Jamie would read a chapter of the book each week 
and discover more about his father than he ever bargained for. The fact they've been able to extrapolate this out into seven years is phenomenal. I know. So Rocky Flintstone was the, the primary character in this book. I mean, this thing was just an incredible yarn, really, that this dad had written. And they would read you know, a, a chapter, as you said, basically a sentence at a time and just absolutely pull the thing apart and be in hysterics listening to it and you know reading it out at the same time timeless a timeless one like a great road trip podcast totally Mm. this one was actually a seminal text in the relationship between me and my then girlfriend now wife Lindsay. uh we listened to this in the car quite a bit when we were first getting about and it was a good sort of little shortcut to just understand the kind of things that people find funny and that sort of thing i mean that's really cool yeah they're laughing at something like all right this is a good person yeah right we've got the it's because it's boundary pushing stuff that's right (laughs) that's yeah very interesting well look i'm currently out there dating so I might uh, give the back catalogue of porno a go. That's, that's a good little litmus test. <laughs> this yeah. is devastating news for ACAST. Um, and I say that tongue in cheek, but this is an ACAST podcast. And yeah. this is absolutely every pitch they go into, it's the first thing mentioned. Yeah. My dad wrote a porno. There's another one, Scrupulous Pip, who's not, um, another like, artist of theirs. Like an old DJ? Yeah, 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 yeah. He does one as well. And then I guess some of the catalogue they've got. But yeah, this is absolute number one. Anyone who'd been pitched by ACAST in the last five years would have had porno mentioned as referenced as it could be the next porno. The it could be this, could be that. Yeah, absolutely. So, valet, but there's promise of other things coming from the universe. So, uh-huh. who knows what these guys go into in terms of they, what they can spin off. And gee, you would want to use that RSS feed to spin off something because that would be an incredible IP. Very much. So, speaking to the BBC News, um, basically the host said that now felt like a right time to bring a podcast series to a close. They wanted to go out in a high, but they promised it's not the end of the brand. And look, the final episode will feature an exclusive interview with Dad, a.k.a. Rocky. Brilliant. And if you are looking for a replacement pod for My Dad Wrote a Porno, anything out there that you'd recommend, Stocks? Kinky History by the incredibly talented Esme James. She's an author, PhD candidate, and the creator of Kinky History, which lives online as a lecture series that explores the evolution of human sexuality and also a sensational TikTok feed. So, podcast coming, coming next year. 2023 is looking up already. Well, that wraps up Behind the Podcast for another week. Thanks to everyone for listening. Uh, don't forget you can follow the show on Instagram at Behind the Podcast or email us with any questions, thoughts, inspirations at btp at dm.org.au. Thanks to our producer, Mandy Cullen. Stocks, are you going to be checking the Instagram this week or what? Of course. And hopefully see you all at the Australian Podcast Awards on Monday. We'll all be there, full squad. So if you see a lovely lady with red hair, that's Mandy, bail her up. (laughs) She's keen to talk? Yeah, if you see me, keep walking. (laughs) All right, see you Monday.